everybody. Once again, that time of the week for the last time of the season. Man, I am getting a little emotional, tearing up a little bit, knowing that this is going to be the last time until next season that I'm going to be talking with my buddy, my co-league manager, Kogar, on the other side uh of of the you know we're not sitting at a table or anything but you know this is the last podcast uh kogar we got a we got a lot to talk about some really fun things to talk about as we put a bow on this season yeah yeah man like i said it's uh definitely sad to be the last one but it's uh it's been fun and like i said we're, we're gonna have a great episode though. it's been I'm a excited. lot of fun man does it feel like we've done like 11 episodes together it almost feels like we were talking with jamie like just last week yeah, it was weird, you know, it's felt like exactly you know, just not that long ago you're having every one of my opponents, you know, be our co host. It was weird. <laughs> and and it wasn't on purpose. I still I still am saying that it that it was not on purpose. But hey man, I just wanna go ahead and like just dive into a lot of the fun uh, you know, stories we got going on. So, Kogar, uh the the thing that I really wanna talk about is this is the last week of the season. Um yeah. do you have any like kind of just things to say about the season as a whole before you know, we get into the standings or anything like that, because I know that for for me, I, I, I don't know. It almost feels like the LOWFFL gets more competitive each season. But my goodness, with a, with half the league turning over, we still have everything, you know, up for grabs. You know, maybe not the South. It's technically up for grabs, but we'll get into that in a second. But like, um, you know, a lot of six win, seven win, eight win, nine win teams still like there is we have not. Pretty much no team has really, like, secured, secured, locked their their division. I know that, you know, technically I think you have won the South. and, and yeah, um, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, ESPN thinks I have to score what? Like 300 points? Which, which you know, my team, it, it could do You'll it, score, I think. like, 220. More yeah, I just got to score 220 points. I mean, I think that you should just. 220 more points than I do. If you were a gentleman, you would just sit everyone this week. If and just I let could Jesus... sit everyone and probably you still would not get that spot. Why don't you You'd just have let the ball out? Just let Jesus take the wheel, dude. <laughs> I have been taking the wheel. I appreciate the recognition. <laughs> but uh, I mean, this this season has been super competitive. I mean, we might not yeah. necessarily have a lot of, but I mean, the the playoffs are not set in stone at all. And uh, I just want to commend all the gms stepping up a lot of them not even really ever playing in this type of format uh or whatever and they just they just stepped up balled out and here we are week 14 and the and the league is still competitive i mean i think that this was a success as a, of a season a great first season for you being a, a an lm of this league uh what do you have to say about like this this season coming to a close and and what you've what you've witnessed the past 14 weeks yeah, I mean, you know, really to piggyback off what, what you were just talking about, you know, when you when you have the level of competition that this league has had for so many years and then have just the, the mass, I don't even know what to call it, but just the mass flip that happened, you know, you never were quite sure what was going to happen from this point on. Um, so obviously, you know, to see that the league is, again, you know, like you mentioned, as competitive as ever um, is definitely just, you know, it's it's fun. It's been a fun fun season. Uh, it's been a fun league to be a part of. I like all the new GMs. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm excited to see what this whole crew can do for the next ten years. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think one thing I wanted to start off with, I mean, we don't really know where a lot of these teams are, are headed after this, this week or whatever, but we do know that three teams have missed the playoffs. And I just wanted to kind of talk with you, like, what do you think each of these teams uh, needs to do? What do you foresee if they decide to stay around next season? Uh, what are some pointers that you would give uh, these teams? Let's start off with Waldorf getting, uh, you know, I we're getting to that matchup in a second, but uh, the obvious number one pick in every in every um, uh, round next year. Um, what do you if what advice do you have for Waldorf uh, with the number one pick next season? Well, you know, the biggest thing I can say for Waldorf is you know we've definitely highlighted many times throughout the season what the what the most prevalent issue was um and that's a that's an issue that a lot of first timers or early fantasy uh owners do um and even 10 years after the fact you know i still do it pretty often so um it's it's not that you can't have a lot of your your favorite guys it's just you don't need all of your all of your guys um so for him again just pick which of your ravens are really your producers and keep you know keep them um and then uh you know remember that there's you know 31 other teams to pick guys off of yeah, absolutely. Now, if you're managing this team, um, do you are you going for like uh, you know I'm, I'm going to say this because I have no like I have no shot, but like uh, would you would you just go for like a Marvin Harrison Jr. Is that like something you would do depending on where you know he goes? Is this is this a team where you know if he just because I think if he gets Marvin Harrison Jr. next season, if he sticks around, he's got to pick in the first of every single round now with some experience. Which by the way, Devin. Coming into this league being your very first experience, I mean, you dove right off the deep end, man. And uh, I commend you for that, and I commend you for competing the you know entire way. Um, a lot of people would have just given up. So, you know, I, I think that, that speaks to who you are as a person. I can't wait to see what you have with experience next season. Um, but, I mean, I think that he just loads up on, on rookies, right? Like, I mean, obvious pick. You know, we we usually go running back and everything, but you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is looking like a generational talent. Do you see him wearing the Waldorf colors next next season? I mean, I, he definitely could. Um, you know, in to jump universes in a league that I will be having the first overall pick. You know, I, he's definitely a guy that I'm targeting. Um, you know, I think he's exactly like you mentioned. He's going to be a generational talent. He's going to be the next, you know, one of the next big guys in the league. Uh, so I definitely think Sea Kings could do worse than picking them up. Um, that being said, you know, they, they did get Zay Flowers, who, again, has a lot of good promising as well. Um, you know, had, had a lot of good games this season, had a lot of good growth opportun opportunities. Um, so in the end, you know, I think Waldorf could either, yeah, go get like a Marvin Harrison Jr. stack up on your wide receivers. Um, or, you know, there is always the package flip because he is a guy that needs a, a little bit of everything. So, yep. you know, if the right team offers him a big package, you know, I would definitely um, wouldn't let those offers fall on deaf ears and give him some real consideration. Yeah, I definitely think he can load up his team and like a lot of the holes he needs to fill, uh, give away the number one pick. I mean, the person who would trade for that could potentially get a Marvin Harrison Jr. It'd be pretty crazy. I mean, we have a lot of competition in this in this uh, league and, you know, that's something that could happen. But, um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of, you know, if, if Devin really wants to play this, I mean, he can – he can have a really busy offseason. He can just make some really good moves. And I, and I think I think that we're not going to see Waldorf anywhere near this next season if he decides uh, to come back. Now, within that division, we have the Stafford Knights, who went 5-8. and eight. Did not expect that. Um, but I think that maybe there was some inconsistencies with his team and, and everything. And uh, do you, 
you have any like how do you do you, if if Stafford sticks around? I mean, what are you thinking? This team's gonna look like next season. What are some you know pieces of advice you'd give them going forward? I mean, let's say let's say that this division, you know, with the exception of Sea Kings being zero and thirteen, zero and fourteen, um, you know, I, everyone's gonna be pretty equal. Um, you know, looking at that division, that's a seven and six team that's at the top um, with a wide open division. So five and eight, uh, although he's eliminated, remember he got two or three games that got rescored by a few points. So. You know, had that gone the other direction for him, he could be at the top of this division pretty easily. Um, so sometimes that's just, you know, any given Sunday, you know, that's it's just football. Um, and that's the nature of fantasy. So, you know, Stafford has a lot of good pieces. He's done a lot of good things. Um, I expect to see him being a little bit more uh, towards the top of that division uh, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that necessarily any team is like by far and away uh, the, the favorite to just dominate that division for years to come i think i don't i don't know that any division has a clear-cut dominating force which is good because you know that i've always worked towards trying to make parody a very important piece of right. of of the league and i think that we've accomplished that and uh again yeah. makes me very excited um now the loud and jack rabbits trading away potentially their their uh you know their franchise quarterback sitting at four and nine uh, in the South with two very experienced, uh, perhaps the most experienced GMs uh, outside of what Martin, Jamie, um, I would maybe even throw Depot there, but like two of the, the two of the most experienced, uh, you know, GMs in this league uh, started out strong going four and nine. I don't necessarily think has like, you know, the, I, I don't really look at his team and be like, okay, th- those, those players are like, you know, there for years and years to come uh what are you what are you seeing what are you thinking for for loudon because i'm looking at their team are they the if depending on how things shake up this week they would be the number two pick potentially yeah i mean he's I got go some back pieces trades. yeah i mean i'm, I'm not sure exactly where he would fall but i know he's gonna be towards the bottom there um yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a lot of good young pieces. You know, I, I don't dislike his Josh Allen trade because he was able to draft a guy like Sam Howe. So, you know, we talked about that trade last week, uh, so I'm not going to go too much more detail about it. But, yeah, I mean, I think he made a good decision and get some good draft points too. Um, he's got Brian Robinson. That's definitely the guy he wants to keep. Tony Pollard just didn't play up to par, uh, up to par this season. He, had a, he was slow starting. He's had some good games as of late. Um, but definitely wasn't what we expected in the beginning. So I think really in the end, Loudon's team just just underproduced, unfortunately, because um, on paper he's actually a, a not a bad team at all, really. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, a lot of uh, interesting things uh, next year. I think that it's cool that like um, a lot of the newer GMs kind of seem like they'll have shots at at building their team even further uh, going forward. Um, so, you know, good luck to those teams. And, uh, again, you know, thanks for competing this season. Sorry it didn't turn out like I guess you might have wanted it to. But well, um, And also remember, remember these guys inherited the team. So, That's true. They you know, inherited It's going to take, take a few years for them to put their guys in place. Um, just like any, you know, coaching change regime, you know, it, it takes a few years to kind of get that, that system and that program to where you want it to be. Um, so, again, good promising display from all of them. Um, and again, over the next couple of years, it'd be fun to see what type of team they build for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but 
Let's get into these teams that are uh, in deep contention. A uh, lot of lot of uh, interesting things going on. We got, uh, you know, I, I mean, again, the central is going to be where I'm, I'm going to be focusing a lot of my, you know, my my time, you know, at and uh, my eyeballs are going to be focused on them. We got. Uh, let's start off with the Boston Braves going up against the Philadelphia Death. Unfortunately, does not look like Waldorf has has changed out their quarterback yet. Um, you know, so. Maybe maybe we can backtrack a little bit. We'll go to Montreal and Waldorf because this is a game that I I think we're gonna get our first zero and fourteen team. Yeah, I mean, we, I told you this a few weeks back. Um, it's gonna happen. Um, I mean, might as well don't mess up your draft pick at this point. Yeah, and uh, the thing that kind of bothers me right now is that Kenny Pickett is still as the starting quarterback. I really hope that. You know, Devin's not, you know, because I, I would like to see him at least compete to potentially give Jamie a chance. Uh, and that's why I don't really want to spend too much time on this matchup per se, because it looks like Montreal's rolling in with a loaded squad. So I would like to see, you know, Waldorf at least, you know, give a shot. I mean, if, if Kenny Pickett's still at the QB position come, you know, Thursday, uh, tomorrow, I might have to, you know, be be the LM and be like, hey, man, like, like no <laughs> you know what i mean like in the spirit of no, competition please. so but you don't think that there's any chance whatsoever at all if if he really just tries his best that there that there's any way that waldorf could pull this out at all i mean at all at yeah all. I mean, i'm sure there's like a 0.01 percent chance that something crazy really happens um but nah nah uh Montreal is going to go ahead and keep riding. You know, they they went through an early gauntlet and they just they came across a couple easier ones here at the end. So, yeah, I think I think Jamie's just going to have to keep fighting. Um, but, yeah, Waldorf, I mean, I assume Waldorf's going to put Lamar and all his guys back in. You know, there's no way that Baltimore fans going to roll with a Pittsburgh quarterback, yeah, um, right. you know, when his guy's healthy. So I expect him to edit that. Because I'll be honest, I, I haven't edited my lineup either, so there might be some weird ones in there right now. Um but yeah, I mean, I expect him to put it in there. But yeah, I mean, he's he's got guys that have blow up potential, um, and then you know, in any day, like I said, any given Sunday, man, it just just depends on who shows up. I mean, I just want to kind of—I'll be honest—I kind of want to see the chaos. Like if Waldorf wins, oh, it'd right? Be fun. It'd be it, fun. Everything changes. Like everything. If Jamie wins and Waldorf wins, like everything changes, because uh, that would—that—that's Boston's only road to the playoffs, correct? The way that um, I'm thinking about it, I believe so. Yeah, Waldorf, they have to have the the Sea Kings win one game, and it's this game. And uh, that if if that happens, that means that Boston wins the division, correct? And then that mm, might I think I that would know, actually because that they would, split, they split, so it'll come down to points. Right, and Boston is like the number two, two most two, six, five, beside. Two, yeah, but here. only by thirty one points. Okay, so if Boston, so, so if, if he has to win, Montreal has to lose, but he still has to outscore him, you know, by the th- but he has to maintain that thirty point margin. Okay, you know, if he but, goes scores like a one sixty and beats the one sixty one fifty, and then Montreal goes and hits a a one ninety ball, that's that's going to keep Montreal in first place. The first place. But if Mon- but if but if Montreal cannot do those two things, that they're completely out of the playoffs. I think so. I beat them. 
Because they would be seven and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, there's only one team. There's only one team coming out, out of that division in the okay. playoffs. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. So it has, it's whoever the division leader is. So yeah. The Boston's got a chance, but he needs a lot of things to go right. He has to ball out. Can you imagine how cra- how happy Jamie would be? Not only would he make the playoffs, but he would like take out Depot completely. <laughs> he would completely yeah, I mean, would devastate justice for sure. You know, you, you kicking your boy out. Oh, he would devastate <laughs> him. Out in the cold, man. Like, man, there's, there's laws against this. You can't do this to yeah, people. Yeah, be can't a cold in the cold like this. Be a cold winter up there man, in Canada, Ruth, man. Ruthless out there, Baston. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of want to see the chaos, but we'll, we'll see what happens because I also, you know, I don't. We all want to see it because it is it got no skin it for us. We all want to see the madness. Yeah, I honestly, um, I just want Waldorf to win so that they don't go on fourteen. And then I just want to see essentially ultimate upset. Boston and Mo- yeah Boston and Montreal fighting a proxy war. It'd be upset it's, of the year for sure. Would, yeah, it would be. It would be. <laughs> would no, the be. funniest part would be like you get in a situation where where you know it, it plays out in Boston's favor, but they're only like a thirty point up uh, or like a like a one point difference. So you're waiting on rescores. That would be crazy. That would be that would be so a rescore would literally flip flop them up and down between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. Yeah, come on, That'd Devin. Be crazy. Come on, Devin. Imagine <laughs> that. Like, like his one win would be the kiss of death. Yep. Oh, it'd be the it, like it's like one win, but it's like the heaviest win of all time. That's what it'd be the best one. It'd be the oh, best one. Oh, so let's talk about JV's matchup. He's going up against the death, who uh, I guess cooled down last week. They lost last week, correct? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. That was not a good time for the death to lose a football game, uh, but you know they they have the opportunity here to um, to you know come back. Now I got a question for you. Uh, I haven't really done the numbers on the death. I've been looking at like other teams. Can the death make the playoffs at this point? Like if they beat Boston, they go eight and six. Um, we got Florida up against Stafford, and we got Dublin and Detroit going at it. So I guess if like Detroit lost. But I don't know how the death did it, so I don't know if maybe you can run those numbers real quick. But uh, the death could because you can't. Four teams are not coming out of the central, but I think three teams might come out of the central. Right, that's what it kind of looks like. There's potential. the The odd thing to me is if you look at the the playoff projections and the standings, the third place team in the central has a seventy five percent chance, and the second team and that's uh, has a eighty three. Or a 93 and an 83. So they're saying that the third-place team in that division has a higher prob- probability of making the playoffs than the second-ranked team in that division, which that's, is weird. That's pretty wild. So is that Detroit? De- is Detroit the that's third? That's Detroit and Florida. Detroit, Detroit's the third. Florida's, yeah, Florida's the, the second. Yeah. So oh. it's like it, it's 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 weird, man. Um, but, no, I don't see – I mean, who is, who's Philly going up against this week, I'm sorry? Boston. Boston. So – these two teams so are no, gonna be playing no, hard. Philly, Philly, in my opinion, can't make it at all. At all? Like, are you just saying that because you feel that, or like there's no mathematical way that they well, they, make it? well, they lost, they lost both their games to Detroit, uh, and yeah. in, in a win loss for either would makes them a tied record, which is going to give Detroit the the tiebreaker. And how'd they do against Dublin and Florida? So Philly, let's see what y'all do. Why do I feel like? Well, I think the death beat split on Kraken. They split on the Kraken, and they—I don't know what they did with Florida. I'm looking that up now. I think I remember that because that was a huge upset. That's when Jacob started like the training, like the the wheel started falling off. Yeah. 
the Dublin cracked. Yeah, the Dublin cracked. So he got Dublis. He beat Florida. Oh, he beat Florida twice. Wow. He beat Florida twice. He swept Florida. Split, swept Florida and split Dublin. Okay, so if he wins this game, and I guess what Florida loses it. Uh, let me see what Florida's. Are they seven or eight? So they got eight. So if Florida loses against Stafford and Philadelphia wins this game, they could make the playoffs. But I don't know if they need help from Detroit because if Detroit wins. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't. I mean. You know what, Bill? Just just win your game. Just just, just do yeah, your I mean, best. Just do you your best win, and then you pray. You have to win to even potentially get there. It you looks like win, he needs. Yeah, it looks like dead. he needs help. He needs some help. <laughs> yeah, he definitely needs like help. I've been I've been saying that about Bill for years, but in this in this situation, <laughs> I think he also needs help as well. Um, but he can win it. I, I definitely think he can win. I mean, CD's been going crazy. Uh, like yeah, bonkers. One, like, one of the best in the league at the moment. Like wow. Um, and then you know he still got Breeze, Jared Goff going up there. I think it's. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does with Trevor Lawrence next next season, but um, you know, this is going to be a, a fight, and I think that Bill Bill knows that. I think he's coming for Jamie. Though ESPN is projecting this like he's losing by like over 20 points uh, for some reason. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But how are you feeling about this matchup? Because I don't know that that Jamie's you know he doesn't have like an obvious. I mean, he's got Mixon and he's got you know. All these people, I, I would probably give Jamie the edge for sure. But do you think this is going to be a close game? I think it has really good potential because we've seen two different versions of the death. Yeah. Like I said you got that death squad that we saw a run, you know, week five through eight with, uh, and then we saw this this other squad that we saw in the, the beginning of the of the of the year. So I mean. And Jamie the same way. You know, Jamie's had some really high points and he's had some really low points. Um, so, I, I, this might be game know, of the week. Tough, dude, it's a tough one to call. It's yeah, a tough one to call because both of them have blow up potential. Um, but just for sake of fun, I'd say let's let's make this messy and let's let the death squad win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so we're writing that into the script. Philadelphia takes this one. Yeah, I think yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and write that in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, just think but... it makes it. I don't think it just makes all that that much more messier, and it's just it's exciting. It's exciting to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I definitely think that this might be game of the week. Uh, honestly, I still gotta make it. Has, that it has cool. good potential for sure. Yeah, because there's a lot of playoff implications for both teams. Like I said, Boston has to win, um, and has to win convincingly, mm-hmm. uh, at least in compared to whatever Montreal puts up. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be fun to see what what the Boston Braves are going to do with their back against the wall. Yeah, but see, they have like that kind of Florida State thing going on. So if they make it, we might have to vote them out. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! Too soon, bro. (laughs) So talking about that division, we also got Detroit and Dublin. Now Detroit's road to the playoffs is what they beat the Kraken. They go nine and five. Kraken go nine and five. (laughs) But I guess the does Detroit? I guess Detroit has to beat the Kraken. This because I haven't really looked at what like what Detroit's road to the playoffs are. I can tell you it's probably not with Baker Mayfield, who he's got starting right now. But um, you know, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean that, that division's so freaking crazy, bro. It is, but it it looks like they they're saying that ESPN is saying that Jacob has won the division 
or he's he's in the playoffs regardless. I don't know. I think I guess that's just because of matchups and the people he's beaten. Because like you know, if it's between me and me and him, he has the edge. And if I guess it's him and Jamie or him and everyone else, he's he's beaten most teams. So I think that's probably what ESPN is saying that there's no scenario to where he loses. And he's also been scoring a lot of points, but he's not outscored Florida. So I I feel like. That whole division yeah. is still up for grabs. I, can yeah, you tell me what the series he's is? Clinches, he's clinched his playoffs, but he hasn't clinched his divisions. Yeah, he's got, he's got, and, and that's going to make a big difference. You know, are you going to get a first round bye, or are you going to get, you know, thrown into the gauntlet and have to go through the hard way? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. So, how is Detroit done against Florida and and the Kraken? Can you pull that up real quick? Yeah, I'll pull it up first. That might be like what what's going to help us kind of think about this here. Let's see what Detroit's done. But ESPN's saying that they're going to beat the, the Kraken convincingly by, like, 15 points. I mean, Kraken just recently got back to their winning ways, so there's potential for that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. So no, they, it's lost, a, it's they a, lost against Dublin earlier. Twice? Oh, I guess the one time. And then this I is their second game, yeah. yeah so they had the chance to split with Dublin. Okay. And then Florida, Florida they split. Okay, and how are they on points for? Like, I guess that the uh, Detroit, I feel like scored a pretty good amount of points. Yeah, I feel like Detroit's been was was up there. Yeah, no, this is a lot, man. This is, this is the a lot. This one's this one's hard. This is like the craziest playoff we've ever had to just like look at. I mean, every like every game is mattering for everybody. Holy crap! Yeah, so. Oh. Yeah, this is weird. So Dublin Dublin scored twenty one sixty seven. Florida scored twenty one eighty seven. So you only got a twenty point differential there. <laughs> and Detroit scored twenty one oh two. Oh man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for oh. Detroit, I think, even if they win. It's gonna be tough, yeah. but but Detroit might definitely be a playoff team because they have the edge over Virginia and I don't know how they've done against like other teams, but well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird. They've got a 93 percent percent playoff percentage, and the, the Florida right above them's got 83. <laughs> it's just it's so strange. So strange. It is. It is. So, uh, but this game, do you have any like kind of things to say about it or, or whatever? I I don't. I'm not confident in Detroit starting Baker here. I'm I mean, really is not. that is that their only option? Uh, I thought they had Matt Stafford. Yeah, they have Matt Stafford. Yeah. You should have played him last week too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I if when, when you're leaning on Baker, you're leaning on dreams, um, yeah. and I don't know, it's tough. Luckily, he's got you know Kieran Williams and CJ or CJ uh, Christian McCaffrey running crazy, um, so he's got a really two really good guys that can make up for sub subpar quarterback play, um, you know, and good two really good receivers on top of that. So I mean, he's got good skill players that can make up for his mediocre uh, quarterback play. So I think he should be okay. Um, if again Dublin, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Robbins are gonna beat Dublin here. You know, Dublin's just his team is starting to fall apart slightly. If you think uh, okay, so even if they if Detroit starts, you got to think that he's not he's not gonna start Baker, right? But he hasn't I mean, moved him. I feel like Martin would have moved him by now. I mean, maybe he likes Baker. Maybe he likes Baker going against, you know, in the NFL universe, going against Arizona um, versus Stafford going against Baltimore. 
you know, so maybe that's what he's thinking. He's playing the matchup game, which I mean, isn't a terrible idea. Just because, but the skill gap is significant in my opinion. You know, yeah, Stafford's yeah. leaps and bounds better than Mayfield. There's such a higher ceiling, and I mean, jumping universes. It doesn't mean that, like just because Stafford doesn't play for Detroit anymore doesn't mean he can't play for this Detroit. Well, especially since he's got you know Cooper Cup and you know he's got guys that he can stack those points up. Um, you know, I'd definitely be rolling with Stafford this week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I am not in, in jumping you another universe. I'm only doing it in your league because I have to. But like you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not resting my playoff chances on Baker effing Mayfield. Nah. Come on, come on, Martin, come on. And, and and Dublin looked like they're not unstoppable. I don't know what's going on with Pat Mahomes. And then you know, I Dublin's not Dublin is not the the team where it's like convincingly like winning games now like where it's like okay that right. that team that team's gonna they're rolling. I, I don't know that dublin can make it through the playoffs to the to the to the championship i don't think that they're necessarily the championship team right now they become a very boomer bust type of team whereas as consistent as they were for the bulk of the season i mean like i said a few weeks back they're falling apart at the worst time ever and yeah i mean he's he his confidence has to be questioned at this point you know he has to be thinking to himself can my team make it? Yeah, absolutely for sure. So this will be a good matchup. I, I don't know who to pick. Uh, I mean, if if Detroit puts Stafford in there, it's going to be a heck of a game, and I think Detroit could definitely beat the Kraken if that if that's the case. But uh, you know, I think I'm probably going to have to go with consistency here. And even though ESPN is saying the Kraken are going to lose for some reason, I uh, I think I probably have to give the edge to the Kraken on this one. But you know, finally, the other team in this division, the Florida Airbnb Bulldogs. Still starting Russell Wilson. Uh, dropped a bad game last week against the Kraken, um, and they didn't they didn't score a lot of points either, right? Like they they laid a heck of an egg, right? Last week. Yeah, yeah I mean they um, did they break a hundred? One hundred five. One hundred five. Is that oof? That could be the lowest that we've seen this season. I don't know what Waldorf did at the beginning, but. That, that let's, is- yeah, let's see what Waldorf did with their no Baltimore Baltimore squad. Yeah, ninety five. So yeah, they I mean they still would be uh, Waldorf. So he's still holding down that first pick. But yeah, I mean it's it's weird. You know, you've seen a team that consistently is putting up one eighty, one ninety on the weekly, um, barely scratching the, the the three digits, and it's like, what's going on? You well, know, I looked at it like towards the end of the like towards the end of the week, I was seeing that they they were still at like ninety five points. I'm like, did did Steve just give like is he like not participating anymore? But no, all the all the starters were in and everything, so I don't know, like, what happened. Is that just an anomaly? Well, I mean, he got, you know, he did get a few guys, I think, that went out. You know, he lost Tank Dell uh, during the game, so that's, that's a big point huge. score. That is huge, yeah. Um, you know, he DeAndre Swift didn't do anything. You know, the, the whole team struggled on that note. He got zero He got zero out of Tank Dell. He got zero out of his tight end. He got one out of his tackle. I mean, one out of a corner. He just... This team just played like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no way to sugarcoat it. The team just did not play good. So are you worried about them going through? I mean, they tank, tank the L, dude. That is a hit. That's a hit, right? Like, that's a hit. It is a hit, but at the same time, I think he should be okay. I, I mean, this team has wide receiver-wise instead. I mean, he went 14, 24, 17, 28. Like, that's the kind of production yeah. he's losing. Yeah, he's and he's not going to get that back. No. Because he doesn't no. have another wide receiver to plug in there unless he picks someone up that I didn't notice. 
yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything, and I don't know that I would necessarily say that the Wilson Swift Etienne stack is it, with Amari Cooper. Oof, dude, this looks rough. This 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 looks pre- this looks pretty rough here. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be tough sailing. I mean he's he lost a he lost a dog, uh, you know, losing him. So, and you know, going into the to the NFL universe, you're looking at his receivers like Amari Cooper has got really bad quarterback play. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Florida might might Juwan fizzle Johnson. at a bad time also. Yeah, Juwan Johnson doesn't have anything. He's got a tight end throwing to to a tight end. You know, jumping and then like yeah, his, yeah he's his, got the wrong tight end on that team. Yeah, and his first draft pick is doesn't look like he's being productive, I, dude. I, <laughs> who I, I, that's what's crazy <laughs> about this league, man. Like these teams that look unstoppable at any given week could have everything go away. Yeah, this is not a team that can win in the playoffs. It's not, not. going to play like that. I mean. He's. I mean, Swift isn't gonna isn't gonna put up three. Swift's gonna do what he normally does. Etienne's gonna keep rolling. Who's his other quarterbacks though? Because I don't know if I'd be keep running with. I mean, he had Richardson. Oh, does he doesn't have any of them? Doesn't have anything. No. Yeah, no, Cousins and Richardson. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I I think that I think that this house is gonna get foreclosed on. <laughs> Yeah, this, this Airbnb ain't getting rented out. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, no. This rental's uh, this rental's gone upside down. Oh man, yeah, he's gonna be upside down on this mortgage. Oh, <laughs> oh, jeez, we're we're just gonna keep making housing jokes. Um, My yeah, God, and I'm looking at dude. Stafford, man. I think that Stafford is loaded in terms of like what they're going up against. I mean, he's even got okay, so he's got Taysom Hill as his tight end, and. Juwan Johnson might be having Taysom Hill throw to him. I mean, he, he said, "I see your your New Orleans tight end. I raised you a better one." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's also a quarter. You know, I, I raised you the best athlete overall in the NFL. It's like store brand and brand name. Oof. Yeah, I I don't I I think Stafford wins this game for sure. I think they absolutely at could. It. It's a one fifty four to one twenty five. I think it's because he oh. still has Tank Dell like in his. Oh yeah. And what's like, who's he gonna put is... in otherwise? He's gonna have to put in like a T Higgins. That's all he can put is he got one of two uh, Cincinnati wide receivers to pick from. Yeah. This well, is tough. I think. Well, do you think that's why that the 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 percentage of making the playoffs is so flipped? Maybe, maybe they're looking at what he's got going on, and they're like, "Nah, buddy, you, you lost the sauce." Yeah, I, I can't. I man, this is why I don't know what's going to happen with this division. Okay, well, I think Stafford's it's really weird for him to see. It's weird to see him have these issues because he's been so deep all season. Yeah, like I feel like he's lost guys and has just had another beast to plug in, and it's weird to see him kind of not have that right now. That is weird because I haven't been like really looking at his team, but. This does not look like a championship team right now. No, like so he's falling apart at the worst time. Oh man! So here's here's a quick question for you. I mean, we might have three central teams make the make the playoffs. Do you think the central wins the championship? No, you don't think so, huh? I don't think so either. I, I kind of feel feel that. 
They'll have three no. teams in the playoffs, but I don't know that I don't know that any of those teams are going to win it. I I mean I think one of them may be in the game, but I don't think any of them are going to win it this year. No. Wow. And they've been so they're, dominant they're, all season. They're long. falling again, but they're all. It's a long season, and they've had a good first two thirds, but this last third's been rough on them. Man, they're going to be like all all these teams. It's like looking at three Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the you know strong strong regular season, and then all of a sudden, boom. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about the you know the guy who might win the South. Your your team, uh, you know. Currently, might what do you, you know? Mean? We'll see what happens. We'll see what Virginia is able to do this this coming uh, week. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, it you don't know what, what your you team do. could get injured. Look, I I I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch. There's always hope. There's always a chance. I could lose this game and I still win the division. <laughs> How so? If you if you don't score any points, like if I let's let's say I score 300 points this game, this this out. Right. Yeah. Let's let's say that. Yeah. That's, that's all we're gonna ever say. Just say it. It's never gonna happen. You know the move here, uh, Kogar, for you is to sit everyone, and just let Pittsburgh win, on the off chance that I'm I might not be able to take care of business, and then it's chaos. That would be the that would be the big brain play there, Kogar. You think so? Yeah. 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 I think so. I think I, I you know, definitely think so. I, I saw this Schnauzer theme in the first half of the season, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all do Virginia things, um, <laughs> and we're just gonna keep playing Memphis football over here. All right. Well, hey, congratulations on uh, you know fighting hard this season. I mean, the South is always hard to to win and everything, but yeah, I guess it looks like you're gonna be the uh, the guy. I mean, do you have anything you want to say about your matchup or or anything? I mean, it looks like you know Dak has been putting in some work for you i don't know what you've been feeding him what you've been telling him but like man this this guy right here and i think he's gonna fall out this week too yeah you know i'm I'm definitely gonna keep rolling with Dak. um again has nothing to do with the way cj stroud has played or hasn't played you know he's been balling out for me too and he is my guy for the long long haul uh but sometimes bringing that that stud into camp makes your vet you know step it up and i think that's what's happened with Dak. um you know he's playing some of the best football we've seen him play um, and he's he's the hot hand, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the hot hand um, that you, I've been doing. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna keep uh, two quarterbacks next season? Like I'm gonna have to decide on. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, Dak has been what Dak has been for so long, so I might just enjoy the moment. Um, and you know, hopefully ride him to a championship. Um, but no, I mean, it, there's no question. I mean, CJ Stroud is definitely my guy moving forward. So then the off season, I mean, I might try to move Dak. Um, but I don't see too many situations where it's necessary for me to keep them. Now, can Pittsburgh make the playoffs? I mean, we, I split this, split the series with him. Um, but you split I, the series with him. Yeah, I did. I thought so. Right. Let me double check that. That's what I feel if you like. Did, if you did, then they absolutely can. Yeah, no, I definitely. Because, because okay. Out, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Buddy. Is he outscoring me? Yeah. Crap. Significantly, uh, Jesus. Two two six six twenty two sixty six, and you have two thousand forty two. <laughs> so he's two hundred and twenty five points or two hundred twenty four points more than you. We play smart tactical football. We're not into the flash and everything. We just play. We play. We play teams tough. We keep it, you know, strategic. And that's why my points <laughs> are so low. Yeah, okay. but if they if they beat you. <laughs> 
if they beat you and like let's say I don't win, like do they do they have the edge over me then I guess? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not just at my guys this week. I might have to heed your advice. Stop it. I might just have to heed your advice. I'm gonna get it either way. Uh, no. So yeah, you know, you know, you know, what's the point? You know, I definitely, you know, I, I like. You're a competitor, Kogar. You yeah. are a competitor. I'm a competitor, so sometimes you just you, gotta you owe it to your guys. The race. You owe it to your guys, guys to, to, to a, make to a, a statement. Rest. You gotta make a statement. You gotta. You're playing for that buy. We you did. Know, we you're... made a statement last week. You know when we beat them. Yeah, but you know. You can make. No, I mean, I am. I'm playing. I'm playing for first round. I'm. I am. I'm going for first round bye. I'm going for best team in the playoffs. Um, you know, my team's been scrapping. Um, it's been a bunch of weirdos. Uh, they played solid. They've. I put whoever can. Uh, it's. It's going to be. It's going to be a weird playoff season, man. But I'm. I'm going for broke. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to put all my horses in. Yeah, well, good. Good luck, man. I mean, you know, good luck to both of these teams. Uh, I, I, you know, Pierre's definitely going to keep fighting, but. You're gonna put him away if you win, right? Like he's he's done. I'm, I'm well, see, that. he's done. He's at seven and seven, and yeah, because I yeah. won eight games. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if he loses, he's definitely done. Yeah, there's some apex predators in this in these woods. There, uh, you know, Pierre. This is gonna be Always. it's it's win or die. <laughs> <laughs> win or go home. You gotta you gotta you know, yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, our our last game. Uh, wanted wanted to talk to you about last week. I I got, man. I am, I I don't know how I've I've won those two games with like the the backups. But hey, way to go, my team or or whatever. But I'm happy to get Josh Allen back. Josh Jacobs, uh, Ezekiel. I think Josh Jacobs is supposed to come back next week, or is that just tentative? Uh, yeah, I said he was like out for two games. They said two games, and I was like, "Oh, perfect!" Right at the end of the season when I need him the most. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like he should be back. Um, but I mean, you, yeah, I mean, you've been able to make something out of nothing. Um, so definitely, hats off to you on that part. It's been a weird season for you, but it's uh, impressive to see where you are right now at eight and five. Yeah, what do you think about my uh, my plan to play three uh, three safeties because my linebacker situation is just that bad. Well, I mean, when you got, I mean, you got a, some good. I mean, Dax Hill has been balling. Um, Kevin Byard always has the potential to get a couple interceptions and you know score big points. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to to go with three DBs, um, but luckily, I mean, it, it can definitely work out for you. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but Loudon, they got Washington's on a bye, which is not good for him. No. Who's his backup quarterback? Well, it's not Josh Allen, so let's see who else he has on his <laughs> roster. <laughs> uh, does he have one? I mean, he's already out. He might just say, forget it. Yeah, but I don't want him to do that. Because, you know, no, it's not. No, we don't want him to do that either. Yeah. yeah, so. He's got old Dobbs. He's got Joshua Dobbs. Oh, he's got Josh Dobbs. There you go. So he's got old, hairless Dobbs. Hmm. Why did I think that was... Just, yeah, that is Justin Tuck. Why, why do I not see Josh Dobbs? Oh, there he is. Coming off a 6.35 performance <laughs> against Chicago. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. 
Well, you can game... go ahead and sit one of those DBs. I think you'll be all right, man. Go ahead well, and rest them for next week. 65% chance to win this week. So hopefully that comes to fruition. But, you know, if they're – oh, yeah. I've I've been called many things in life. Clutch. Not well, is he really gonna have running back though? Is he gonna have any running backs? He don't have no running backs. <laughs> well, he, no, he no. Put Steven, he can put Stevenson in, and then he he could just flex out. Stevenson's out. What? Stevenson oh. hurt himself. Oh, he is. Yeah, that is a big fat oh, isn't it? <laughs> so he can't put Stevenson in. The only guy he can elevate is James. No, James Conner's on the bye. He's got no <laughs> running backs. He's got no running backs. <laughs> yeah, he's got no, no running backs. Back. He has one running back. He's got Tony Pollard. <laughs> so Tony Pollard's gonna have to do the work of three men because he's got nobody. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, hey, I'm excited. I'm excited for this game. I would be too if I was you. <laughs> I'm excited to compete. I just I'm not sure I... Loud got the memo that they're supposed to be here this week. <laughs> They're going to get a text laying in bed. But, oh, shit. I was supposed to play. Damn. Uh, yeah, this is going to be oh, this is gonna be nasty. Oof. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll this is going to be nasty, nasty. I, I, I just hope I'm able to get in the playoffs and the teams I really want to beat up on are mm. you and the Kraken. So hopefully I can get in the playoffs and play you guys. Yeah, I want my I want my Kraken revenge. She's the only one of the big dogs I didn't take out. Kraken? Yep. Have, have you I ever took out them? Mounties? I'm sure. I, I yeah, I beat him last year. I've never Pretty beaten. Sure. I've never beaten him, and he reminds me of that every single day. <laughs> yeah, so you so you're gonna have to knock him out of the playoffs, and that makes yeah, it all right. Knock, I want to knock him out of the playoffs so badly. That's yeah, that's, that's what I want Dublin. I want, I want my redemption game for Dublin because, like I said, he's the he's one of the one of the cryptids I didn't get to take out this year. One of the what? One of the cryptids, one of the gatekeepers, one of the monsters of the league. I didn't get to take. Oh, so you've collected all of them, like the like you're straight up like predator. I've got, that, I got the mounties, I got the Airbnb bulldogs, I got the wow. robbers, I've got Jesus. Uh, I yeah, just I, I didn't get the kraken. You got like that skull necklace going on right there. Exactly. Yeah, I've got my my little shrine going on of all my yeah, my collection of skulls. Yeah, right on. Well. Yeah, Jack Rabbit's not looking too good. Yeah, it's Rabbit Stew and Loud and Sit Loud this week. There's no, uh, I can tell you one thing, you know, this is the year of the rabbit, but not for Loudon. <laughs> not for Loudon. This is not the year of the rabbit, I don't think. Um, no, nope, they just get left with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Well, hey. Thank you for uh, doing this with me uh, for all of these weeks. It was a pleasure. I, I think that we'll probably be back uh, next season. I hope all of you listening to this have enjoyed it. Um, and good luck to all the teams fighting uh, for the playoffs. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be very wild. So thank you so much, Kogar. It was it was such a pleasure doing this with you. Absolutely, man. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. I love the idea we presented to me, and it's uh, definitely lived up to the hype I had for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, good luck on your matchup. This is going to be a fun right. week. Same to you. Enjoy eating that rabbit stew. Yeah. All right. See y'all. <laughs>